Welcome to the worst nightmare of all. Reality. Explore the lesser-known stories of our unknown world. Join the pursuit of the paranormal with Ash and Greg. Hey Ash, how's it going? Good, good, good. How are you, Greg? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to think about our intros again, Ash, because each episode we get, I just ask you the same question, and we're both all right every time. We need to spice it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. What you been up That's to? That's on you. That's on you. That's on me. Yeah. <laughs> Not much. No, <laughs> not much to say since no, two days ago when we recorded the last one. Not much as I yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So uh, we'll we will we'll go straight into it then. So we are joined uh, on this episode by Karen Frey. Karen, we first spoke to right at the start of our podcast journey two mm-hmm. years ago. And we were speaking to her about the Festival of the Unexplained in 2021. So now we're going to have a catch up, find out what's been going on, have a talk paranormal related bits with Karen, and also talk about an upcoming event that she's got on next weekend, which will, or this weekend, depending on when this goes out, 25th of November, and also next september the festival of the unexplained 2023 so welcome along karen how are you i'm good thank you and thank you for having me it's been such a long time it's good to finally come back and uh have a catch up with you guys definitely like you said two years it's crazy i i know i know the fact that me and ash have still carried on doing this for two years and people listen to it is one thing but to have guests back on we do we do have guests on periodically but after two years to come back on, that's wow. I know. That's a testament to the fact that you're still doing your thing, we're still doing our thing, so something's going right. So how? So we spoke to you before the 2021 festival. How did that go? I know that's a so, long time ago now, but yeah, I know it didn't because of the dare I say it pandemic. Um, we had to move it from September. It didn't actually happen last year. So it was supposed to happen in September. We had to shift it and move it and it actually happened. It became Festival of the Explained 2022 and we had it in March this year. So, um, yeah, eventually it wow. did happen after a while. Bloody COVID. I oh, know. There'll be Night people man. looking back on this in years to come going, COVID? What pandemic was that? And they go, bloody thing that ruined everything for two years. So, <laughs> but how did it go? How did it go in March then? It was really, really good. Everybody yeah. had a fantastic time. Um, we, after I spoke to you guys, because things changed, and then we had to change the date and everything. We actually mm-hmm. had more speakers than we originally planned. We actually had thirteen speakers this year. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Like Friday, we um, we had resident. She's now our resident historian because we've got Penny Griffiths Morgan. She's coming back next year. Cool. Um, so um, we've crazy lady for some reason. She wants to come back. 
Don't know why, but she's coming back. Um, <laughs> it was really good. Like the Friday, we went to the 1620s house, which is really, really interesting. And then we went to uh, Bosworth Battlefield and Penny did a tour and did a big talk and everything. We showed everybody around. It was, you know, so we had like a history day on the Friday because we didn't want everything. I didn't want everything just to be paranormal. So we had a history, we had a coach trip and went on a history day. All of our VIP guests and all of our guest speakers. So that was really good. Apart from it, they obviously tipped it down. So only half the people were brave enough to actually go and do the um, Bosworth Battlefield. Admittedly, I I was not one of them. I hold my hands up. I'm still apologising <laughs> to Penny, and I probably will be apologising to Penny, Penny forevermore for not joining them. But some people had to. Somebody had to stay with the guests that didn't want to go out and venture in the weather. Um, and then like Friday night, we had Patty Negri and, uh, she did a seance with everybody. So there was probably about 40 of us. That was really interesting. That was good. Um, Did anything happen? What happened? She actually landed up giving some personal messages as it, as it panned out. Um, wasn't the plan, but that's what happened. But yeah, it was that was really interesting. We had like all the talks on Saturday and Sunday. Um, all the speakers did a talk each. Saturday night, like the cherry on the cake, literally was we had a live band and we had a DJ, and everybody just parted all night. It was really, really good. Um, Amazing. Seeing speakers, does I have never? I do not know where Pan, where Patty Negri gets her energy from. <laughs> I've never met. A woman like it in my life. She did not stop. She was on that dance floor from the beginning of the night till the end of the night. She put all us younger ones to shame. We are <laughs> an embarrassment. <laughs> she, it was a, it was really it. good. All the guys really enjoyed it. We had like the wraith chasers there. Um, Daniel Class from the Hinsdale House and Rob Thompson. We the Neil Story. So we had a second historian. Um, we just had like such a huge amount of fantastic different people talking about their personal experiences and you know talked about their passion basically so it's really good and next year oh I just I just we had people asking us on the Saturday bearing in mind when we started on Friday I had people asking me on Saturday when are the tickets going live for next year? I'm like, can I finish this event first? You know, do, do you mind if we actually get to tomorrow and we actually finish the whole weekend? Because we did an investigation on the Sunday night at Bosworth Hall. I was like, can we not just complete this one and then maybe think about next year? Because I hadn't even entered in my head to even think about putting another one on next year it was just a case of because as you guys know about the lives we did during lockdown and everything and yeah the three live festivals we put on mm. um it was due to all of that why we landed up putting a physical event on because it's what people asked for it basically um so yeah next year we're not having 13 speakers next year i have literally cut them in half um we're having a lot less next year. We um, we've got Daryl Marston from Ghost Hunters. We have um, Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files in yeah 
Well, where, where do you start with Dave Schroeder? You've just like, you could just be here all night, just listing everything he's ever done. <laughs> yeah. um, he's agreed to join us. He's joining us next year. We've got um, Daniel Class is coming back from this year. Um, Rob Thompson's coming back from this year. Because we put we put out saying, like, what do you want? Do you want new guests? Do you want reoccurring guests from this year? So we've had a mixture of the two. So um, Dan and Rob are the only ones we're bringing back from this year. And, oh, I can tell you that. I was thinking then, what can I say? Because I'm like, have I announced that bit yet? Um, <laughs> one, of, one of them's already out that you haven't mentioned for definite. And he's a friend of the show. We've spoken to him many times. We have also, yeah, we've got Danny Moss. Yep. Yeah, he's joining us. Yeah, he's a good lad. We've we've spoken to him many times on this show, um, and followed his work quite uh, quite a lot over the last couple of years. So yeah, he's a I like him. Yeah, we've we've got is we've been having like the jokes of like the three Ds to begin with, and then like we announced we announced Dave last week. So we've got like <laughs> Daniel Class, Danny Moss, Daryl Marston. Dave Schrader, I've obviously got, <laughs> obviously there must be a thing about the D name. Um, Rob, like I said, we've got Rob Thompson, <laughs> hey. back. And then we've got, we've brought something different next year. This is not something we've explored before. This year we covered UFOs, history, paranormal, witchcraft, and ran down that kind of route. Next year we've changed it up a little bit. And rather than doing the UFO angle, we are having Tony Ray, which is a hypnotherapist and past life regressionist. Oh, so wow. we're having something different. Mm. Like I said, it's not something we've had before. Um, a lot of people that I've spoken to have said it's something they'd like to explore, like past lives and things like that. It's something I always wanted to do personally, and I've never got around to it. I've got loads of, I've got at least three people I know that I'm really good friends with that do it, and I still haven't managed to do it. So, um, yeah, so we thought we'd bring a different element next year and just change it up a little bit. Yeah. We've, um, we've actually changed the concept a little bit as well. We're doing our investigation on the Thursday night um, okay. with all of our speakers. And you have to be a VIP to be able to do the ghost, ghost hunt next year. This year, you could buy a ticket and just do the investigation. But swapped it next year so it's vips only so it's the full weekend people that get to do it to make it a bit more um intimate then so they get to have that little bit extra time with the speakers um and the same like the friday the day trip next year i've not no i've not announced where okay i've not announced where we're going i nearly dropped myself in it i've not announced where (laughs) we're going on the friday yet that was close um so yeah that's vip only and the friday evening I can say this because I just announced it a couple of weeks ago. Because we had Patty this year do the seance, we've actually got Rob Thompson doing um, a couple of hours of platform mediumship for us so that we can still have like the spiritual angle into it because obviously that's more like my thing. So I've got to have something (laughs) that is kind of for me as well. So yeah, and we're having workshops next year, which we didn't have this year. So we're not just having talks. What kind of workshops? What kind of workshops so would they be? we've not announced those yet. So Okay. But, you don't have to if you want to keep it. Yeah, safe. we've got um <laughs> all the all the speakers are going to do their talks on the Saturday and Sunday like we you know same as what we did same concept as this year. 
but then we decided to throw a workshop in on Saturday and then throw a different thing in, a uh, different one in on the Sunday. Um, cool. So there'd be more along the lines of the one day would be like um, cleanse, house cleansing, that type of thing. The right way to do it, the yeah. correct way to do it and what you should actually be using to give people a little bit of an education. And it's no disrespect to anybody out there that goes out and does it because I know a lot of people that do. But I'm also aware, we're also aware, there's a lot of people that don't actually know how to do it correctly. So um, we thought we'd bring something different and do that. And then uh, we've got another workshop on the Sunday, which I've not put that one out yet. That is That's out hope. there. That is to come. That's what I mean. I have okay. be really careful what I'm saying yeah. so I don't drop myself in it and announce something I've not announced because I nearly announced one of the speakers the other week. This is likely to go out Monday, just to let you know. So We're all good. Monday. We're all good. All the speakers are announced, so I'm safe with that now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep some teasers in there. Yeah. Definitely. But I'll tell you this. We haven't announced this yet. So we're, we're announcing it as a little bit of exclusive on here then. I, I yeah, will be on. announcing it. <clears throat> Later in the week, after your after this goes out, um, Saturday night next year, we are having the live band because everyone loved them this year, so we're having the same band back next year. We're having karaoke. I just, <laughs> no. I'm really excited about that. That was. Has it just got to be songs from the film Ghost or something like that? It's ah. got to be a spiritual angle. No, it's not. No, we are having. We've only put this out to our VIP guests so far. But the Saturday night party, we've changed it. And we are going to have a gothic masquerade ball. Ooh, nice. So because our logo's um, red and black, the it's red and black attire. So, yeah, we're going, we thought... Not just a masquerade board, let's go gothic. So we're to put another spin on it. So a gothic masquerade ball on the Saturday night. So it's an excuse for everyone to just get dressed up and, you know, have a bit of fun, really. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like it's going to be awesome. Awesome, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> before we, we get into more details about it, where can people, first of all, find out more information about the festival? So we've got our Facebook page, Festival of the Explained, and we've also got our website, which is www.festivalofthexplained.com. Everything I've talked about and everything that is yet to be talked about and to be announced is all going to be on there, cool. including cool. all the People tickets, can... obviously, as well. Uh, okay. Can they buy, tic- they buy tickets on, on the website as well? Yeah. On the website, we literally have got one VIP ticket remaining. That is it. Um, they not, saw a people. lot of people that came this year have rebooked to come next year. So, yeah, yeah literally one ticket, one VIP left. Is it in the same yeah. place as last year? Oh. Is it the same place as this year? Yeah, we're having about... I'm going back to Bosworth Hall Hotel. So is it the same location? Um, we've also changed the tickets a bit next year. Like the VIP, the angelic ticket, like I said, we've got one left at the moment. And that includes like third year investigation, everything basically. So Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, all day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
We also feed you on Saturday, on Friday. You get your lunch, you get your packed lunch and your coach trip. And we feed you nice. again Friday night. That's included in your ticket. And then we also, um, you have dinner on the Saturday night. We have all have dinner together as well. That's also included in the ticket. So you get three of your meals included. Um, and then we've got a different ticket, which is just for Saturday and Sunday. You can come Saturday morning, check in, spend all day with a Saturday, come to the party Saturday night. Apparently get wrecked with the speakers, so I'm told, because apparently <laughs> a couple of them are quite big drinkers. Danny said okay. he's going to drink us under the table, so we'll just see what happens. Um, and that also includes the Sunday as well. And then we've got day tickets, which we've reduced the price of those. Um, we were charging 55 this year for the day ticket. Next year, we're charging 30. Wow. Um, and a lot of those are gone already too. So, yeah, we, we've amazing. kind of... And we... we And this week, because it will be this week, when everybody hears this, um, there's a new ticket being added. Okay. Which will be... I haven't named it yet. But there's going to be a new ticket being added, which will be for Saturday day and the party. So you can come for the day and the evening. Because I've had a few people asking me, can we not just come for Saturday daytime in the evening? So, okay, I give the people what they want. So I'm I'm going to add an extra ticket, which I never planned to do, which is typical me. (laughs) Like you say, if, if if that's what people are after, definitely. I mean, we we put on a UFO identify. We put on a conference each year, and we have it's only a one day thing, eight nine hours, four or five speakers, and like we had like a pod, podcast panel this year. And the amount of organising and hours and stress and money just to put on a one day thing, I can't even. The mind's just like, all oh, this you're doing, like how how do you even do it? It's just like I'm just like in awe that you do you do this much stuff at your festivals. Because I want to give everybody a little bit of help. Like I said, it's not just about the paranormal. It's it's all the different angles of the unexplained. That's why that's why we that's why it was named Festival of the Unexplained because I didn't want I want it to be exactly what it says on the tin, hmm. a celebration of everything unexplained, and that's why we bring a different element in every year. You know, I think it's important to keep changing things, not having the same the same stuff. Like the Friday location, we're going some a different venue. The Saturday night, we've now got a bit of a theme, and we've got karaoke instead of a DJ, and we're having awesome. workshops which we didn't have this year. So constantly, mm-hmm. the brain never stops. So constant, and the same is like no seance Friday mediumship instead so my brain just never just stops basically it's constantly on the go but as you guys know i've been doing one my um, eddie and i we set up one day conventions back in 2016 we were doing one day conventions um or psychic fairs if you want to call it that whatever anyone wants to call it with that type of thing so doing that for years and then obviously during lockdown, did all the live free weekend events. And we're like, you know what? Yeah. We can do all this and we can go live for 52 hours all weekend. We can put on a whole weekend. We can put on a real like convention. And it's supposed to just been Saturday, Sunday. And then it developed from 
just Saturday, Sunday, then it became Friday. And then now it's Thursday night, Friday night, you're Saturday like, night. You're like Glastonbury. Yeah, it's like a full show. It's like a full-on weekend experience. The only thing I didn't mention is those people who bought tickets already already know that the accommodation is not included in your ticket. Um, but I am aware the hotel have put their prices up to like £109 a night bed and breakfast for a double. But because we went this year, they have kept our prices from this year. So um, for a single, it's £60 bed and breakfast, or for a double, it's 70 So they've That's kept the prices for us for next year. Bearing in mind, they've put their rooms up to like nearly £40 a night extra. They've been kind enough just to keep um, the, the same price for us. So, you know, that's that's ideal, really, because yeah. if you can share, even better. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's not bad prices, actually. That's not bad prices, I will say. Down in Oxfordshire, that's practically giving the room away. <laughs> and then you don't have to have breakfast if you don't want it. You can just pay for your room and save some more money. There we go. There we go. Cool. So, 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 must have gone well this year for it to obviously to even want to put it on again. Yeah. Um, like I say, I know how much it takes to put something like this on. So the feedback you got afterwards must have been amazing off this one. It really was. I um, I was a bit of a mess by the end of it, to be honest. Um, I did like a thank you speech. Like I don't do, I could do this with you guys, but I don't like actually standing up and doing the whole audience thing. Yeah. If I'm doing, I know like, someone else like that. Yeah. If I, if I if it's like mediumship or something like that, happy days. I'm in. Fine. I'm I'm in my element. But actually, just standing up and talking to a group of people, um, it's out of my comfort zone. Even now, even though I've been doing it for as long as I have, I still find it uncomfortable. In um. No, on the Sunday we did the, I did the thank you at the end. Thanked all the speakers, obviously, for giving us their time and coming and all the rest of it. And thanked like all the public and everyone that like kind of helped me that weekend and everything. And um, I and then like one of the girls that helps me, she's like she come up and she's like, oh well, hold on. And then she did a thank you to me and said, you know, if it wasn't for me, the event wouldn't have happened and they wouldn't have all met each other and made friends and all the rest of it. And I was a little bit of a blubbering mess, I'm not going to lie, because I'm not, I don't like that sort of thing. I felt so uncomfortable, but I was just, I think it was relief because it was over because I was so exhausted. But then also I was so pleased and so happy of all the feedback we got from people wanting tickets for the following year when the event had only been started the day before and the speakers they all want to come back they said like, if you ever do another one if you, you know everyone is back give us a shout they'd all look they all said they'd love to come back and join us again and it was like a really really good because we had a few people that came on their own and they budded up together made friends and actually they've all rebooked for next year and I've been watching their comments and things on the different posts we've put on, saying, I can't wait, They're looking forward to see you again next year. We're going to have another great weekend. It was great meeting you and, you know, in, in finding new friends. So it was really good. It was really nice, actually. 
And I think you've got all your exhibitors, you've got all your storeholders as well, not to forget them. You know, we have a separate room for all of them. And we've actually had a few from this year that have said they had such a fantastic time. They'd love to come back next year. And we had a couple that actually are not coming back to have the stall next year. They've actually booked tickets instead. Oh, wow. Because they cool. thought they missed out on too much. That's awesome. I know that feeling. I had a, I had a stall at Ash's conference. And I was going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards to the conference hall, trying to listen to all the speakers. So yeah, I can I can get that. I can get that. <laughs> but it just so it that, just shows, you know. Hopefully we've put, we've done you know hopefully done a good job for the people to want to do that. Well, the thing is, if if people are saying that, and also saying stuff like that after like one day of this year, that's that's in itself is positive feedback before the the events even finished. So. That is that is awesome. So we we spoke off air as well, and you've got an event coming up this weekend, twenty mm-hmm. fifth of November. Yeah, and that is in Shepton Mallet. It is right. Shepton yeah. Mallet Prison. Cool, cool. Do you want to <clears throat> tell us a little bit about that? Well, that's um, the the other company that's Keep Paranormal. Mm. Yep. Um, we've got Shep Toilet Prison as a sleepover. You don't have to sleep over. We've got two ticket options. You either sleep over. There is a handful left. You can either sleep over or you can take the other option and go home at three o'clock. It's totally up to you, depending what ticket you want to buy. It will be my last ever Keep Paranormal event. Um, Boo taken i know i've taken um some people will be aware but due to personal reasons i've made the decision to no longer continue with keep paranormal so i won't be putting any more public events on i might do the you know i might do some team shares and stuff but they won't be as keep yeah. paranormal they'll be just me a few friends do you want to go out and do this or join a club together and pay for this venue that sort of thing um yeah, because there's only me now for Keep Paranormal, so yeah. I've just decided I'd, I'd just rather not continue anymore. So that's a personal choice that I've made. But a lot of people have contacted me and said, does this mean that you're... I've actually had a couple of people ask me, does this mean you're stepping down from festivals and explained, ha, geez, no, you're not that lucky. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Festival of the Unexplained is my baby and there's no way I'm stepping away from that 100% I'm all in that's still going ahead so people please stop panicking and messaging me saying is it still happening yes it is keep paranormal and festival unexplained two completely separate companies they're just both run by me yeah definitely (laughs) definitely so where can people find out about uh, first of all have you got tickets left for Shepton Mallet uh yeah, People we have can... got a handful of left for Shepton. Yep. Um, they are on the Keep Paranormal website. So it's, oh, well, this is this is the fun bit now. It's www.keepinside, just to be a long version, keepinsidetheparanormal.co.uk. Basically, go on to Keep Paranormal Facebook page or Instagram or our TikTok or our Twitter and all the other social media things <laughs> and look us up. But it's spelled K-E-A-P. So if you look at the other version, you're never going to find it. 
Oh, absolutely. We'll we'll put the links on on the show notes as well, anyway, and pop it on our, our socials. And like you say, there's TikTok, Twitter, everything at the moment. I, I, don't, know. I can't keep up with it. I can't keep up with it. <laughs> and at my age, TikToks, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. This is why I have people <laughs> help me. Because with yeah. the festival, you've well, got... Look at, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I've got people help me now. And I've got um, Gemma. She does the... She's our advertised executive. She joined us. And um, so she does all the, the advertising side of things. So you contact her to advertise in our, our one-off program or on our socials and everything else. And then we've got Nikki. took Nikki on as well. And um, Nikki is the sponsorship coordinator so she's in charge of getting all our sponsors in to sponsor the event and then i've got rachel which helps me with pretty much everything else basically yeah, it is uh it is a mission like i've seen ash doing the the one day ufo stuff with his team and it's just it's insane so like ash says again a whole weekend is hats off to you for that that's that's incredible um yeah. so you're talking about Shepton Mallet Prison being the last one under mm-hmm. that particular name, uh, as it is currently. What I want to know then is, what is the most active location that you've held one of your events at? Ooh. Or one that you've been to personally as well? I'd say as an event, it probably... I've got two locations. One, which is a location that my husband and I are really, really lucky that it's our location and nobody else can book it apart from us. Um, cool. We've took some friends there and some other teams, a couple of other teams there in the past, and they leave there. They're like, when can we come back? Because we've got, I'll be honest, we've never been there and never got anything. Wow. So, um, it's probably because the fact it's left dormant for so long and we don't get to go very often and nobody else does it apart from us. So it's not overworked. Um, I'm going back to Shepton. This is why it's the last, this is why it's our venue for our last ever event. Because the last time I did Shepton last year, the amount of public that had personal experiences, I've got, um, a, say, a group of ladies that are rejoining us this year. And when I posted it, that it was a sleepover, they were like the first ones to comment and say, we're definitely booking. Like, when can we book tickets? Um, Because every single one of them in their group had their own personal experience. And that, for me, is what it's about. You can use all the kit, you can use whatever gadgets you want, everything else. But to be part of somebody else's personal experience... You couldn't want for more than that. So yeah, we we that's that's why I'm going back there because there's stuff there. I'm still like, did that happen? I need to go back and find out, see if it happens again, or what else we get, and if we can get any more information. I know a lot of people do it, but um, we don't take a large amount of people. Um, Like no disrespect to any other teams out there. But it is a venue. You can actually take 60 public. That's a massive amount of people for an investigation. And you get four areas. So obviously you have to split them up into groups of 15. I don't tend to do that. 
whenever I put public events on, I never take full capacity, nowhere near. And I definitely, personally, like the maximum I ever take there is like 40 people maximum. And that would be pushing it a bit, to be honest, because I wouldn't want to take any more than that. Because you it's you don't get people, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of noise contamination. You know, like I said, no disrespect to any other teams. Everyone does their thing in their own way. But like I said, I like people to try and get a personal experience, or at least to have an experience, rather than have the noise from so and so next door in the next room and trying to do an EVP, and all you can hear is someone talking or laughing or whatever else from the other room um so that's why i've kind of we've always kind of kept our groups kind of smaller than everyone else well we try to anyway for that reason it's um i've been on a public event at oxford castle and there was literally i dread to think how many people there were there there was so many people and you're right exactly that it's you lose control of contamination you've got people talking between themselves because there's too many people they can't do everything all at once so it, it the experience i had there was good but i think small groups or as as small as you can because these some of these places now are expensive to hire anyway so because uh, they're all jumping on the bandwagon of uh oh Ghost Hunt, yeah, we'll whack the price up. Um, is the most expensive location I have ever booked. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's got, a lot it's more got, expensive than just it's a It's got a reputation, though. Yeah, it's got a good reputation, yeah. though, I, I know. That's the thing. Yeah, it is, a very, it is a very expensive location, in my opinion. It's expensive anyway, just as an investigation. But to book it as a sleepover is even more expensive. It hikes the price up even more. But it was a kind of like go big or go home sort of thing. I thought, nah, just yeah, why, why not? Do it, do it. Go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, well, last time I didn't. I just didn't feel like it was quite enough. We like I was, wanted to carry on, but obviously we couldn't carry on because the night had ended and it was all time to lock up and go home. So I was like, if I ever rebook it next time. I'm going to do it as a sleepover so people can carry on if they want to. They have that choice. Some people might want to go home. Some people might want to get a couple of hours sleep, whatever. But you always have those few people that I want to go, want to carry on investigating. And I was one of them last time. I was gutted. I didn't want to leave yet. <laughs> I think that's that's one of the things with, with paranormal investigations just as a whole, that if the night turns out to be a really active night and then you have to sort of finish at three and everybody's mm-hmm. just getting going yeah it's a bit of a, a nightmare but yeah so I, I i get that you just want to want to have the option to keep keep going through if you can yeah. i know that's uh, oh, and yeah definitely. for a lot of people it's it's like it's not something they do very often or it might be the first time they're ever doing it so they're probably fully like awake they don't want to sleep they just want to crack oh, i remember my first investigation that i ever went on to and i was just like i'm going to be absolutely petrified at this but i absolutely loved it and it finished at about four and it was just like oh, i could have had an extra hour or so it would have been 
so much fun. But you know, you've had a good night when you want to carry on, and it's when it's time mm. to go home. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, definitely. You know, definite. We've got some newbies joining us next week. Okay. Um, or next week, this week. Oh, I'm losing the plot. Um, we have actually got some newbies, <laughs> and they're being extremely brave because they are actually doing the sleepover, and it'll be their first ever investigation. Wow. They're even braver nice. because one is my brother. Okay. Which is not 100% convinced about all this stuff, but he's like, I want to I want to see what's going on and his best friend which has also never done this before and never had to, never done an investigation in but he's really intri- I think he's more intrigued on like the mediumship side because he's never seen me work so he's okay. really intrigued of what I actually do more than anything else and he wants to go and you know, have this experience and, and give it a go, basically, and see what actually happens on these investigations compared to, like, what you see on the TV compared to that, what actually really happens when you do go on. And I've already explained, you know, you can't guarantee there's going to be activity. If there is, it's a bonus. You know, if everyone's had a great night, happy days. You know, if you got something fantastic, if you didn't, you might have made some new connections and hopefully enjoyed yourself regardless. Definitely. So sort of talking about him seeing what you do, for those that might not have heard you talk on this show or any other show before, I know you're a medium. Sort of gives a bit of detail about the type of mediumship that you do and sort of how you got into it altogether. Well, yeah, I forget about that. I just It's automatic. This is what I do. Um, <laughs> I've seen and experienced spirits since about four so all my life, um, as I've got older, I've developed more and developed new skills. It's like with anything, the more you do something, the more skills you develop and expand. Um, so I, I kind of use all my senses. So pretty much everything, see, hear, thought, sense, you know, there isn't really much I don't use senses wise, um, I also accidentally found out that I can actually channel. Um, it happened and it was a thing. And I was like, what just happened there? How did I just do that? And how did that just happen? Could um, you explain that a little bit more detail for people that might not know what that is? Yeah. So channeling, you're, you're allowing spirit into your aura and allowing them to use you in a certain way, basically. Um, so you can get more information. But I also do, um, I I can also do transfiguration mediumship. Um, not something I do very often, but it, when in that case, you literally allow spirit to completely step in. So... Take over had, your body. Yeah, take over your body, your voice box, everything. Um, so you know when you do mirror scrying and you'll see someone else's face in the mirror okay so imagine have you seen that, that Ash? have you seen that Ash? you never seen that <clears throat> it's really cool so you've got a mirror and it's like it's painted black in the background like back so it's like you're looking at a black mirror and then you're you're staring at yourself in the mirror and like i've seen it before and like you can see like either your face changes um or like you, you stop seeing yourself essentially and see it's r- really oh weird 
it is really yeah, weird. you get overshadowed basically yeah you mm. get over over each other but the best part is like other people you may not even see anything yourself but when you're in a group tend to get other people to say like what are you seeing and it's really interesting especially when they come out and say actually they're seeing exactly the same thing and they're telling you at the same time and especially if they're people that even know each other you know it's really interesting but yeah so I do the whole shebang where you literally my whole my face changes everything it's really my voice boxes I've done it before where my voice completely changed it's been recorded on EVP and I've for years probably for about three years now I've been trying to recreate this voice and now I've given up because I can't do it wow I, ju- so I just you, can't guess- it only happens at that location that one particular voice because it's that one yeah. one spirit from that location so do you know much about that particular spirit? Because obviously there's some connection that you can have with this spirit. But When? Well, not anymore because Draco is shut. But this is where it happened. Um, okay. Interacted many, many times. And then one night it was like, so do you want to go into trance? I was like, yeah, why not? You know, why not? Where are we? Might as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And we communicated with the spirit multiple times in the past. But then on this occasion, allowed her to completely step in and take over, basically. Um, and yeah, I honestly, three years down the line, I cannot recreate that voice. I, I don't know. Firstly, she's posh. I am definitely not posh. Like I'd you're talking to me, posh. definitely not, definitely not posh me. Um, but she was like rather posh. She talked properly. I don't talk properly, not like she does. <laughs> um, and her voice was slightly more high pitched than mine. And I just, yeah, I've been trying to recreate it for a long time. I, I just can't do it. And another occasion, we did it again. I allowed her to do it again, and um, actually led the group from one part of the tunnels to another in trance. Mm-hmm. I don't remember leaving the area. I remember going to trance and starting, and that is it. And then when I opened my eyes again, I was like a few inches from a brick wall because the wall wasn't there before. And it, it's oh, where they started okay. built bricking everything. So, yeah, and I, I came back in the room, shall we say, and, yeah, I was facing a brick wall. I was like, where are we? because we are not where we started. And they're like, well, you've just led us all here because this is where she wants us to come. I was like, cool. Anyone know why? (laughs) How does that feel when, like, somebody else is kind of taking over you? It's, how could I put it? It's almost like you don't step out, but it's almost like once they step in, you're there physically, but you're not there. It's like when you do readings, like you give information to someone and you do a mediumship reading and you're bringing someone's loved one through and you're giving them information. You do not retain the information because it is not your information. You're just the voice box. You're just the phone in between the two worlds. Literally, that's how I pull it sometimes. So it's the same when you do channeling transfiguration. You know you've done it, but you won't retain anything or anything that's said or done during it. 
because you don't need to. Right. The brain kind of, that part of the brain just kind of switches off. So, you know, when I come back and I was like, where the hell are we? And how long have we been in this area? But well, you you brought us here. I'm like, well, I didn't. She did. Obviously for a reason. Mm. But yeah, that's the other side of things I do. I do mediumship readings, tarot readings, all sorts of like holistic therapies and stuff as well. So I do lots and lots of stuff. It's interesting that you say um, that this particular spirit only comes to you or had come to you at that particular location, which is interesting because if you're able to replicate a particular experiment, for want of a better phrase, in contacting um, the spirits, to be able to repeat it multiple times, obviously that lends credibility to the fact that, that there's a phenomena there that's happening. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced, so first of all, have you experienced that kind of repeated um, contact or communication anywhere else? And B, what do you find provides the best type of results when you go on an investigation in terms Ooh. of experiment or, or what? Yes, I've had experienced it before in the location that we take our private location. Um, okay. I have actually channeled the the same spirit there more than once. Um, so I have had it with a different spirit at a different location. The one from Draco, she's actually been in my house when I was during lockdown. I wasn't allowed out. Um, she'd actually visited me at home. Um. My husband and a few others went on an invest and the week later she rocked up in my house, basically. Um, so she's actually be, she'd actually physically come to my house when I stopped going to Draco. Um, before it closed, I went there once more. And one of my friends, um, well, you know, Joe, she came, yep. she came to visit me. Um, she came to visit us and she was in, we just sat at my dining room table having a coffee and, she explained this lady and I said to her, you know who that was you just explained, don't you, that you've just seen? She went, no. And I told her, I said, that's Rosemary from Draco. What? She so, so really? I said, yeah, you've just explained her perfect. That's exactly how I see her. And she said, well, she's just been stood here. She's obviously just come for a visit. I went, I said, obviously, because you've not been going out. Everyone else I normally go with has been going but without me, because I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed out of the house. I was housebound. Um, so that was really interesting that she'd actually came to our yeah. home. So the, do you know why Why did she come to your home? Because obviously that's, that's quite a strong connection. If you've gone to her and then she's come to you, there's obviously a reason why that is. And I... Did you ever get the sense of why she was doing that or why she came to visit you? The second time she like popped in and we went and did, um, oh, let me think what it's called. Uh, Stourbridge, Bella and the Witch Elm. We went up there and I was, I was still, um, well at this point, I was still having treatment. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't actually supposed to be out. So we'll, we'll just skip over that very quickly. Um, yeah. And she came to the woods that we were in there 
And okay. I was given, I can't remember the right word. I never, ever will get this word. I can't remember what the word is. But um, they were spiritually given, I can't, uh, like medicine. It's not an elixir. So is elixir okay. the right word? Yeah, yeah. Is that right word? Yeah, I would um, say so. Yeah. And her and another one that we'd interacted previously, this wasn't me, this is my this is my friend Gary, because obviously I I couldn't work at that point because of my ill health and stuff. I just needed to yeah. get out of the house. I was just sick of staying in, basically. Yeah. And um, I was spiritually given that by them because of my energies being so low. And the information wow. he gave the information he was getting from them um corroborated information that we'd had in the past from draco from them so it was all a bit i don't know maybe she, i don't know kinship whatever you want to call it i don't know she obviously liked me for yeah. some reason no idea yeah, why looking, <laughs> looking out for you and yeah, yeah. that's, quite, then, that's kind of cool I've, though i've not had an interaction with her since oh but then i haven't really I've kind of the last few months I've not really worked in that respect and yeah. So and I've not really been going out doing loads of events. Did we do many events last year, not really done many this year. Yeah. And this year I've not really done a lot of my mediumship or anything. I've not done probably done mediumship probably twice, three times this year. That's probably about it that I've actually done any events or anything. I've just yeah. I did it last Saturday on an event. Um like I said, I went to that one as a member of the public and I had a very strange experience there. But yeah, I've not really been out and about and really switching myself on, to be honest. I've been having some time out for a while, so we'll see what the future holds. So when you went out as a member of the public on an investigation, obviously you will have seen it from both sides. Do you stand there going, I wouldn't have done it like that? I wouldn't have done it like that. We wouldn't well, do that. Because I know, know we, uh, I used to, was... as I said to you, I used to make cakes and we used to have a cake business and I would be watching Bake Off and all that kind of stuff going, I wouldn't do it like that. I wouldn't mix it like that. What are you doing? <laughs> the difference being last weekend, I went with Lost Soul Paranormal, which is Rachel, yeah. Gemma and Nikki, the girls that um, helped me with the festival. And it's Rachel's. Oh, so you're biased then, really? You can't no, say anything bad it was about it. It was a bit different. They had a small handful of public there. Um, I had a ticket. Um, I took one of my friends, um, Corinne. She's the, the paranormal photographer. Not okay. that she took a camera, she went as herself and didn't actually do what she didn't work either. We both literally went as public last Saturday, which was really good. And it made the change. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really interesting. We had um, we had offered a couple of small groups. Went to the Black Swan in York, and definitely hundred percent, I will go back there at some point. Okay, definitely. Cool. I've always I've never done cool. anywhere in York before, so as I, yeah, it's got to be done. And yeah, I will definitely go back. But if I go back. I'll make sure I take a sleeping bag because their bedrooms are blooming freezing. Because <laughs> there's no oh, heat. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Note to self okay. there, just in case. Yeah. yeah. yeah so cold. I've got a question. I've got a question for you. So we talked about reincarnation um, mm -hmm. and um, past life regression right at the start. Yeah. Um, we've spoken to many, many people 
um, on the podcast about a various different sort of angles of the whole reincarnation and past lives. Um, I I was told I've been I'm on my thirty seventh or th- something like that life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that, do you think we are living our lives again for whatever reason? Do you think there's there's a reason why we keep having sort of so your past life might be one of many past lives do you do you have any kind of thoughts on why we keep being reincarnated everyone's got their own like this is why i want to learn more about it reason being we've got tony coming next year because i i, I don't have the answers but i want them um it's, yeah. it's like anything but i've in the past i've thought about this in the fact that there's obviously something we're not learning in one of them and that's why we need to it's either something we made a mistake or there's something we a life lesson we didn't learn so we need to come back and do it again to finally maybe learn that lesson or learn something else but I've actually been told not as many times as you but I've actually been told that I've had it was a uh, shock to me as well (laughs) I've had past this is why I'm interested because I've been told that I've had um past lives and I've also been told that um, Eddie and I weren't just married in this life. We've been married in past lives. We've actually been together in, we've we've had past lives together. I, we okay. were told before that um, like in a different past life, we actually had a family and we had children. This life, we don't have, you know, we didn't have children. So yeah. there's just different elements and different things in i'm like mm, okay so but he's been told that separate to he had we've been, been told. told we've been told similar things so we had some guests on and there was yeah. two of them from america and they claim they were friends man and woman they were just friends like doing their thing on spiritualism and, and reincarnation and whatnot and they said that they were actually married in a previous life and then they've been friends previous to that. And that we all, like people that we meet now, quite often are people that we've interacted with on previous previous lives. Yeah, this is, and what, that we're this doing, is what I've been told. Yeah, and it's, it's fascinating. It, it wasn't an area that we I was really that interested in before. I thought it was a bit, yeah, I don't know. But the more we, we, we spoke to, weirdly, we had like three or four episodes on the trot where these guests from all around the world were independently contacting us, just saying, we'd love to be on your, like, we'd love to have an interview with you. We're talking about past life regression and reincarnation. It's like, what? How's, well, like, we've got like three episodes on the trot that were mm. all the same subject. It was meant to be, wasn't it? It's weird. It's but the weird. interesting thing is, not only have we, uh, not only Ed and I told that together, hmm. Um, when I can't remember, See, this is where I struggle because it's not like I can ask him anymore. I just put, you know, um, but on, on one occasion, somebody told him that, yeah, um, you and your wife have been together in the past. You've been married before. Um, so he'd actually been told that separate to us being told together by different people. And I've been told it separately. And that's even like it come out in a reading before when I was having like a one-to-one because 
obviously I still go for readings, you know. Yeah. And I was and I was told in a reading that you do realise this is not your first this is not your first time around for the two of you, you know. You have been here before. And I was oh. like, okay. And then for him to be told that's separate to me, and then us to be told by somebody else together, and all the things they all said, all kind of interlinked. It wasn't just like, oh, we just said it. They every, yeah. all the different parts they all diff- different people said all actually interlinked to each other. And these are all different people we met at different periods of time in our marriage and wow. from different areas. They don't like you know know each other or anything like that. So I'm very skeptical with a lot of people, even though I do what yeah. I do. I am skeptical. <laughs> it's good to be skeptical though, because it gives you um, a view of whether or not you think they're bullshitting, basically, and you can. Mm-hmm. That it, you can go, well, I suppose you could say that. But if, like you say, it's interlinked and the the things sort of, they're random people that don't know each yeah. other and they're saying similar things, that's kind of a little bit harder to, to discredit. And sometimes they got, go into a lot more detail and it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if there's, if they just say, oh, you were together in a previous life, I could say that. say that. And you kind of go, well, yeah, that's possible. But if you get more detail and stuff and say stuff that probably people wouldn't know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, and that's where that personal experience comes from. We, we, we speak to a lot of people and you could say, well, okay, people see spirits all the time. They go to these events and they're doing all this seance stuff and it's all mumbo jumbo and they don't believe in it. But then you get some people go, actually, one thing happened to me that there's no explanation for it and then they just become believers from then on they're just like i get it now mm-hmm. i get it same with like ufo experiences abductees that kind of thing they're like i get it now i see i see it differently and it's that personal experience that until you've had a personal experience of some kind i think there's always that doubt in the back of your mind that it's a bit is it real is it not real because it's a topic we've we've spoken about it's like there's still no like there isn't there's no physical evidence of a lot of this stuff it's and then unless it's a personal experience you could still be on the fence no matter what they say yeah it's like me i do what i do but Mm. what does that prove that doesn't prove anything yeah just because i've given just you know i'm not discrediting myself but if you are a non-believer and you're one of these people that gets dragged along to something just because mm. you've got to go or you're the driver. So you've got to take that other person or whatever. You know, multiple times we've all experienced that at some time or another. Yeah. And I've done it in the past where I've done a platform night and the other half has come. It's like, you know, the bar was open. It's the only reason I came and I had to, you know, come along sort of thing because we didn't want to come on their own. And those people are tend to be the most interesting people because they don't come because they don't really want to be there. They just come in because they've been dragged along. And when you go to them and you give them a reading and they come to you after and they're like, I only come because you made me. They're, I love meeting those types of people. And the same as on investigations, I've I've met couples in the past where it's like, oh, she wanted to come, so I've had to come sort of thing. And and they've gone away and they've had some sort of an experience or more of an understanding about what we actually do. Um, you know, it educates people as well. That's that's, that's a lot of it, isn't it? It's, it's educating yeah. people. 
do you want to hear the most insane past life reincarnation story that we've been told on our podcast while we're while we're talking about that kind of thing so we spoke to this do you know which one i'm on about now i love this story yeah yeah so right (laughs) this this is this is crazy so we interviewed this guy paranormal investigator from the u.s um i can't even remember where pennsylvania or somewhere like that um normal stuff goes into places does investigations got the spirit box all that kind of stuff but he was actually um adopted as a baby right and it turns out that a little bit later on he was told that he'd had a previous life right and because it wasn't his natural parents he did sort of didn't really know that he'd been adopted till quite late on all this kind of stuff. And he found out that he was um, killed as a child in a children's home and then got reincarnated as this baby and adopted out to this family, right? Which in itself is pretty pretty mad to find out that this had all happened. Yeah, And it was through go- going through all like the paranormal stuff that he'd found out that he'd had this past life, he'd been in this children's home, this sort of, I don't know what kind of home they call it in America, it was some kind of weird name, uh, a, a bit like a children's home type, type, yeah. type place. Anyway, he had this dream one night, uh, like as an adult, of going down some concrete stairs, sort of spiral stairs to this sort of basement kind area. Didn't really think much of it. Anyway, so he had this vision of it. He goes to an investigation in this old building. I hope I'm getting all this right, Ash. Goes into an investigation in this old building, which turned out to be an old like care home and, and whatnot. Yeah. And he's walking down the stairs to this basement, and it's the exact same basement that he's had the vision of, right? Yeah. So he's in this place and he has this vision of some like spirit coming charging at him as though to push him down the stairs and it was the same guy that murdered him in the children's home that he was currently investigating. So he actually experienced himself re- as a reincarnated spirit sort of when he was investigating the place and saw the guy that murdered him, one of the, like the, the nurses or whatever. How insane is that? And he's like, t- just like, where did that story come from? And it was, yeah. it was that's just like, like yeah. TV. That's like a TV yeah. story, that. It's like a it's film. Like them, it's like something. It's on one of them crazy. shows on the telly. And it was oh, just that's like. Crazy. That's amazing, what? but crazy. That's so he like... investigated, yeah, he investigated the place that he previously lived at in a previous life where he got murdered as a child. <laughs> What's the same? How do you even that, process that, that? That brought up the question of could you communicate with the spirit of your past life? If oh. his previous child spirit is in that basement, could he try and connect with himself as yeah. in his former life? Just See, like, this wow. is what I want to know. This is why, Ash, This exactly what you just said there 
this is why I want to know more because this is what intrigues me by it. That side of it's it insane, as well. It's insane, isn't it? Can it's we? insane to think it. It's, like, because you, if you've, okay, if we've been in re- reincarnated then, like you said, can we, what happens? Like, is it your soul? Is your soul goes into another body and that's how it all works? Like, can you contact, like, a past life? Like, is it possible? Is it, this is why like, I don't know. It's like one of those like huge questions, isn't it? Can't we're not going to get it all out in like five minutes? Right? Okay, we think this is what happens. Hmm. But, uh, this is why it intrigues me because I think there's so many more layers to it, and it all interlinks. That's what's the amazing part is everything interlinks. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's a story of the, a set of twins called the Pollock twins. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they got these girls. They um, died in like a road traffic accident something happened to them and their parents the the mum got pregnant again and the dad was like I reckon I've got a feeling that these girls are going to be reincarnated you can check this out it's it's a legit story and they're like no that's rubbish and then the mum gets pregnant with twins they have the babies they got similar scars on their faces that the the previous ones did so they have the second set of twins in the family girls again and they uh, about the age of four they go back to they moved out of the area they, the age of four they go back to the original town where they were in a previous life and they were able to point out all the different um sort of like points of interest and buildings and stuff and they'd never been there before in that life wow. It's See, I love all I just, that. I like, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I remember that show a long time. I don't know how many years ago now. But you remember that show that was on? It was an American show that um, they were not so much testing. Testing is probably the wrong word. Um, those children that said they've had, they explained their whole past life and everything else. In this is who I was. This was my name. This is what I did. This is how I cro- mm. this is how I crossed over and all the rest of it. I just. It really intrigues me. It's something that I really want to explore more. It really interests me. It's a proper weird thing to think about as well that you've you've been here before and <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's like the whole deja vu thing. It's all the like the things are like you swear you've met someone before but you hundred percent have never met them before. And you know, mm-hmm. when you have this thing of like you meet someone and you feel like you know them inside out, but you've literally known them about half an hour. But you mm-hmm. feel like you've got this connection with them and you have known them for years. You know, you're friends with somebody and you feel like you've known them for years. Mm. But you've literally known them for next to no time at all. Yeah. There's got to be yeah. something in it. There's got to be. I'm convinced. There's yeah. got to be. Someone prove me wrong. <laughs> We're going down a rabbit hole now. I like it. I like I it. Know. <laughs> it's interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and that I think that's what I like about paranormal or like about the ufo subject even the, the cryptid stuff that we talk about mm-hmm. is you ask a question on a podcast like this and then it leads to another question and by the end of it you're like on this real rabbit hole of like we're, we're now in past life and twins being reincarnated and and all that kind of stuff and we started off talking about your festival of the unexplained and we just go on this this magical journey, as it were. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's cool because you know it's you know as much as I I love everything that I do and it's for me it, that's why I like talking to you guys. It's really good that we we just I think we did this last time. We kind of went off. Uh, we went off on something completely different the last mm-hmm. time we we all spoke, and but it's good because we talk about stuff that I probably would never normally get to talk about on yeah. on these types of things because I you know who are you what do you do and all the rest of it and you know you get the odd few different questions that you've not had before but it's probably why you got so many people still following you and you're still going after two years well, that's that's my list of questions. There's that's nothing on my bit of paper. There is nothing <laughs> on that bit of paper. <laughs> that's genuinely what we do. We, we'll just ask a couple of questions at the start and then go, you know what? What's your thoughts on this? What? What's this? And You've got just... someone like the me who doesn't shut up. <laughs> like I said to you before, and the more you talk, the less we talk. So that's all good. <laughs> but no, it's cool. Like I said, it's, it's good to talk about different things. It's like... Because I do the mediumship side of things, everyone tends to talk to me about spiritual stuff, mediumship type stuff, and like no one ever talks to me about kit or anything like that. I think they all think that I just rock up with just myself and it's just me and, and that's it. That's all you get. Come on my event and all you'll get is just me. <laughs> we don't <laughs> provide you with anything else. But we do. <laughs> awesome. Well, again... Thank you for coming on, taking the time yeah. and talking about the different things we talked about, and um, wish you great success with your event ne- this week and your event next year at the festival. So, mind us again where we can find out more about the festival. So, you go onto our website www.festivalofthenexplained.com. All your email links are on there. Tickets, what happened this year, what's happening next year. Um, and also, if you'd like to know how Festival of the Explain came about and how it all got started, um, if you go onto the on the homepage, there is a link on there to the tribute my my husband's tribute page, and on there it's not just about him and what a massive impact he had on my life, but it's also tells people how the festival got started in the first place, and if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't be sat here talking to you now. So oh, go on the festival page, have a look, get a ticket, join us next year. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, thank you very much again for taking the time. It is it's great to talk to you. We won't leave it so long next time. Yeah, don't leave it so long next time. <laughs> <laughs> Pursuit of the Paranormal with Ash and Greg. <laughs>